0: Welcome to the future. Technologies and innovations that sculpt our industry. This episode brought to you by Service Logic, building efficiency and sustainability. Learn more at ServiceLogic.com. Greg, what's going on?
1: Man, I'm just sitting here. I've got this truck full of cool stuff and I'm trying to decide which one of these nice digital multimeters I want to take up on the roof with me this morning.
0: Man, I'm all about new tools and technologies. I'm always buying anything that I can get and our industry has really changed with the tools that are available to us. So let's let's, let's talk about tools for a minute because I've got tools that I like and I've got tools that have been around for a long time but some of those tools aren't as useful as they used to because there's new tools. Let's talk a little bit about what did tools look like when you first got into the industry?
1: Well, back then when I was knocking the dinosaurs off of my... (laughs) Throwing rocks. I I used a very reliable... Tester called the Simpson 260 multimeter. Ooh. And it was an analog meter that had a needle that bounced across the screen, and I could tell how many volts I was looking at
0: operating with. All right, Non RMS? I mean, non.
1: <laughs> and now when I go into my garage and I open my toolbox, I see a plethora of so many cool tools that make our tools of old look antiquated. And that's okay because it's evolution of our industry. And as we change and as our equipment that we support change and as our customers change, they want, need, and demand better, more accurate information. And the only way
0: you can do that is to stay current with your tool bag. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, at at one point in my career, I was at the Indiana Masonic home, so I had taken a break from the family business to go do some commercial HVAC and refrigeration. And in that department, it was a combination of maintenance and grounds people, all in the same building, all in the same department. And one of the old guys that, uh, that was in the maintenance department, in the grounds department, we were hanging out and we were talking about tools of the trade. And at that time, I was rebuilding. I had a '66 Chevy truck, and I was I was building a 400 small block Chevy for it. And I was talking about uh, honing out the cylinders, and he said, "You know, uh, there was a time that I used to hone out blocks on Model Ts." I'm like, "Tell me about the tools that you used." He said, "I had a wooden block that had a cast iron head to it and a mallet." (laughs) Can you believe that? And that was how they honed the cylinders in his early days. Now, remember, this is 20-plus years ago, and Dale was probably 80 at the time. Retired for decades. He was just a volunteer. He lived at the Masonic home. He volunteered his time building engines for the tractors and such. So early on in his career, he used a mallet and a... (laughs) an iron-tipped wooden tool to hone cylinders of engines. So we think about how tools have changed efficiency over the years. I know in my own side of things, tools have changed the way my efficiency is as a technician and now as a teacher and you know giving back into the industry. I've still yep. got a dial-a-charge with R12 in it down here in my garage. <laughs> Do I use that for charging a system? No. Can I use it to teach basic principles and fundamentals? Absolutely. But the tools have really changed, especially in this last couple decades.
1: Well, I think that we, ha- we have to change. Yes. And we have to change because if you're working on a and a VRV or VRF refrigerant system, you can't use a dollar charge because it's not accurate enough. <laughs> So you have to go to digital instrumentation whether you're weighing it in weighing it out or if you're checking pressures and temperatures you you have the ability now to do all this in a IoT environment. Faster. Oh man. With wireless sensors and you're able to do it in real time and adjust charges adjust airflow and you see immediate response. And you may remember the days of making an adjustment on a thermostatic expansion valve and you have to wait fifteen minutes. Quarter of at a
0: turn, wait fifteen. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and you know, that is part of the evolution of the equipment and specifically the evolution of the tools. So think back and you and I have talked before about the communication, how important communication is. Think about the communication tools that we're able to use now. Oh man. We went from, and I'm not that old. I'm I'm fairly ancient, but not that ancient. My first communication tool as a young technician was a digital beeper that beeped only. There was no LED readout, no number, no anything. Just one beep, call the office. Two beeps, call home. All right. So if you go from that, from 1982, when I started in the industry, to today, 2023, We have every app imaginable to communicate with. We can pull up WhatsApp and talk to somebody in Korea about this air conditioner we're working on for free, by the way, in real time. So I think our means of communication have to keep track with our tools in the van that we take onto the job site. But it's all to deliver a great customer experience because we're looking for Better, quicker now responses so that when we're able to walk into at the end of every job, the best thing to do is walk into your your customer's presence, whether that be their home, their office, their store, and be able to communicate what you found. Right. And what the solution is, your tools and as they have progressed and advanced, allow us to be better at that communication side.
0: What about from the business aspect? You have went all the way from a technician to owner operation. How has the tools of our industry also affected the efficiency in business?
1: You know, I, I think, Clifton, great, great point. We use tools now, like uh, XOI is a great tool. I know, I know XOI very well. So Aaron Salo, the gentleman who, who developed the tool allows us to give better accurate, more quickly information available in video content through a web link, however you want it. What that does is enables us to operate more efficiently so that we're able to make the most out of our limited number of technicians time. So if, if we can save a truck roll right. because we're able to document better, if we can save uh, nameplate recognition software by save a trip of having to go back and reread a nameplate because somebody transcribed it improperly. All of these tools make us more efficient. So instead of having 10 technicians, which we wish we did, maybe we have eight. How can we make the eight perform like 10
0: by utilizing technology? I preach this all the time. We keep talking about the labor shortage and how do we promote more people into the trades. Yes, that is a fantastic topic. But at the same time, I look at it another way and go, what if we can't? What if we do not become that attractive to the additional amount of technicians. Because it's not just that we have a shortage, it's that we have all of these changes in technology and regulations and refrigerants. So we have a lot of things going on in our industry. What if we just made our technicians more efficient? Exactly right. What if we can get an extra call a day or, or two extra calls a day? Because as the business owner, we've utilized tools in connection and in conjunction with our technicians to be able to expedite everyone's time more efficiently?
1: Well, I think I think one feeds the other. Yep. So if you're a company and you utilize technology and you utilize tools well, and you're not scared of technology, you embrace it, you're going to attract, we, we talked about generations of, mm-hmm. of folks before, yeah we're going to be able to attract more talent because they want to go to companies who are not stuck in the middle ages and their knuckles are all dragged up from, from dra- or scabbed up from dragging on the asphalt. People are going to want to go there and you're going to be the employer of choice because you do embrace technology. And as your tools evolve, I think your technician pool evolves with you and you attract the people you want to be there. The law of attraction is you build something nice and you build something useful and you build something that people want to be a part of, they're going to come to you, it's our come. human nature. It is,
0: I completely believe that. You know, I When I spent my last years out in the field, and I was a mobile engineer, so I did building automations, but I still, I worked on the refrigeration, I worked on the air conditioner, I worked on electrical of grocery stores. But I monitored hundreds of stores when I was on call, hundreds of stores from my couch. Every yep. store would have eh, roughly 2,000 digital inputs and outputs that I can look at. And I can monitor all of those. And if I had something that was causing an error, I could look at that and I could evaluate it. I could look at trends in history and have a general idea what i needed if i had a sensor that was bad i could literally just borrow the output from another piece of equipment and use that as an input to get it by for a moment save that call on heading out to that job and when i do send the technician out to that job they're taking the part with them that's already been identified as being a failing component how does that affect a business it multiplies your workforce
1: Well, it it also allows, I totally agree with that. It also allows your customer to realize you're taking care of them and not abusing them. Exactly. Because if you knew that and you sent a guy anyway, then you're billing them for an unnecessary trip. That's right. And if you're in partnership, the true definition of a partnership is you take care of my problems like you take care of your problems. So if your customer and you build that rapport with them, and they understand that what you're doing is for the mutual benefit of you both, you're, you're gonna be really sticky and they're not going to want to get rid of you over a $10 lower bid. Exactly. And I think that as tools have evolved, if they're implemented properly, they make our customers realize that we really can provide better service because we're giving them better information. But we have to go back to the soft skills part you and I have talked about in the past. <laughs> right. You have to be able to deliver that message one-on-one, eye-to-eye contact in a way that they understand it and in a way that they want to be communicated with. And that can only
0: be done by listening first. You know, if I think about that technician trying to communicate with a customer, You know, what better way to be confident in my delivery than to be confident in my results? If I have validated information in front of me, if I have a reliable, reputable software that is showing me an exact outcome or scenario from a piece of equipment that I'm working on, I now can have that extra confidence of going to that customer, showing them exactly exactly what has been found. So I see tools and especially digital tools and tracking and commissioning and documentation as being a vital part of our growth of an industry and aiding in that communication with our customers. So well said. And you know,
1: the image while you were describing that that popped into my mind was an infrared picture of a three phase contactor. And when you see infrared in motion, so to speak, in action and you see L1 and L2 are nice and happy and black on the picture and L3 is lit up like a christmas tree <laughs> it's very easy to show the customer in real layman's terms right. why they have to replace the contactor or why you need to dig deeper is you know to ohm the motor out to meg the motor What's driving this additional amp draw on L3? It gives you a tool and, you know, trust but verify. I right. think Ronald Reagan was quoted. This allows the customer to do that because, you know, unfortunately, we have some jacklegs running around the country uh, in HVAC technician's clothing, giving us a black eye. So when we're able to, to differentiate ourselves by being professional, by using state-of-the-art technology and demonstrating L3 needs to be addressed here on this power, and you can show a, a digital image of that in real time on your
0: phone while you're talking to them, that's got to be a warm and fuzzy. If we think about what the digital technology has done just for a civilization, We now use media for communication, every one of us. We used to have a telephone. Now we have a digital communication device that we tend to trust, that we use as input for our daily life. Why would we not want to utilize that technology that customers, that people are already comfortable with and just communicate with our technology? Yeah. Great point, great point. And think about
1: this. When, when you and I were starting our careers, we're up on the rooftop, and our job that day was to change air filters in in 55-ton carrier rooftop units. What a boring job. Right. Had we had a podcast where we could learn what was in the SNAP Act legislation, <laughs> about R32 and R454B, while we were working instead of our AM transistor radio, listening to whatever country you could plug into. Exactly. We would have been better off if we had the tools that we had today, just from a learning aspect. And every time you're by yourself and not having to converse with somebody is an opportunity to get better at your craft or at communicating or at listening or how to be a better dad, you know, whatever, use the technology, harvest the, the just the you know, abundant crop of stuff laying out there for us to consume. Use the tools to that allow us to do that.
0: <laughs> Amen. People ask me all the time, why do I enjoy doing these podcasts? It's because I can't. There's a time there when did. I couldn't. Well said. Well said. <laughs> Craig Crumpton, thank you so much for your time. You are a uh, an absolute asset to our industry. Well, I appreciate that. It means a lot. I love
1: to help. Uh, I love to to help our young and upcoming rock stars get to where
0: they want to be. Awesome! Everyone, get a chance. Head on over to Straight Out of Crumpton. Thanks, Craig. Love it.